Today's episode of the Black Flag Podcast is brought to you by Evan Orvath of Solero Commerce. We're coming to you live from the Solero Commerce compound as always. They've been with us since the very beginning. If you own a small business that accepts debit or credit cards, you gotta check them out. Contact Evan Orvath or get in touch with one of us and we'll get you a free second opinion on your current merchant service provider. Also, if you're tired of all those ad reads and random crap that shows up when you're looking to buy or sell your car parts, Rhino Classifies was created just for you. Welcome to a streamlined buying and selling app created by racers for racers and race fans. Modified cars, classic cars, race cars, that special big block you need, the trailer you move to move your baby around the country in, we got you at Rhino Classifieds. Go to rhino.co, R-Y-N-O, now and sign up for a free account. Post for free and get a free chance to win a badass UTV. Today's episode is also brought to you by PlanBSales.com and CircleBDieCast.com. If you're looking for any diecasts or any other NASCAR memorabilia, be sure to check them out. Use promo code BFP123 for free shipping on orders over $20. Brad Keselowski is going to be shown the black flag. It's the Black Flag Podcast. Every fucking week. Fuck, I hate my fucking job. Race analysis. Yeah, we're only girls pull hair, so. Maggie forgets it. If they changed the rules and took the champions provisional away, he wouldn't have been able to race the last two years, so. Uh... Occasional alcohol consumption. Uh, Jimmy Johnson is on pit road because I think he's the leader. And calling people on their shit. It refrains me from not beating the shit out of you right now because you ask me stupid questions. This right. week's Black Flag Podcast is now in session. Hey, we had some out we beat him so it's all good all right boys and girls we are back here at the Solero commerce compound as always i am charlie sanborn at c sanborn iii you are brad saucer at b sauce 96 together we are at black flag pod on all things social media that's an instagram account that's a twitter account we are on facebook but more importantly that is on the patreon app as well too so head on over to wherever the hell you get your apps from look up the black flag podcast and that'll get you 20 percent off all merchandise um <clears throat> put you in the drawing for some giveaways every month what else does it do it does some stuff and then we have shows and stuff shows yeah too. extra shows content uh all sorts of good stuff over there so head on over to patreon look up black flag podcast and uh that gets you in on all that stuff now this is going to be episode 123 um again it, so it we're doing this on a monday this been every time we do it on a monday there's always people that yell at me do you get the same thing um no i haven't in a no. long time so it used to happen uh really frustrating awfully great um so i would wake up on a on a monday morning yes and um typically we, we would have uh, an, an adult beverage or or, or two Twelve. or something like that yeah and um so that plus me trying to work technology that i didn't quite understand at the time wasn't <laughs> always the best so um Typically, you had to wait quite a bit for it to actually upload to the uh, the website that we use, and then you have to actually click publish after. Uh, hadn't clicked publish about five or six times early on in this show, um, and then we kind of toned it back with the alcohol consumption. So uh, haven't had someone yell about it in a long time, but it used to happen quite a bit, and it used to really start my Mondays well. You get clammy. Well, yeah. I mean, like I... I honestly would wake up and it would be 6.30 in the morning and I'd have eight people that fucking go to work at five that are all pissed. So oh, I, I got that today. I got several people that were upset that they didn't have something to get through their Monday with. So um, for whatever it's worth... Tomorrow's going to be your Monday is Tuesday yes. of the week. And for whatever it's worth, I don't feel bad at all. And for whatever um, it's worth, I was sitting here during the intro trying to figure out who drives a 23 and other than Dave Farrington, I have no fucking idea. Really? Other than you <laughs> and Dave Farrington. 
Uh, twenty three. My father and me. Twenty three. Joe Morris. Oh, uh, Joe Morris did it yeah. one time. Yeah, I was gonna say other than you and your father, because th- that was gonna be. <clears throat> weren't you supposed to drive it? Did you? Were you gonna do the thing this weekend? Uh, yeah, that was. Um, yeah. Uh, who else? Brett Moffat, Natalie Jenny Spencer, <laughs> Patrick Emerling this weekend at Loudon in that car as a twenty three. Yeah. Bubba Wallace. Mm-hmm. Did you say that? And then I might have. I don't even remember. Uh, twenty three words come out, and then I don't remember what uh, was said. Bodwell was a twenty three once. Like sixty nine percent sure of that. Yeah. Um. Very well could be. Yeah. What's that GMS truck? Chase Elliott. Mm-hmm. Was a twenty three, I think. Does that sound right? I mean, he was you know, probably once. Chase Purdy. Currently. Michael Jordan. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. All right, that was yeah. it. <laughs> All right, so this has been the show. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, uh, we had all all sorts of plans to go racing this weekend, and uh, combination of just everybody having other stuff to do, and me working, you know, sixty, seventy hours a week, and. Uh, not knowing what I'm doing yet, we just you know, straight up weren't ready. So that's how that was. Um, basically, Sunday we were ready to go to go to Hudson. It was all pumped, ready to go, and uh, found something fucked up in the the sway bar uh, for the pro stock that there was no point in showing up the way that it was. Uh, thought I got it fixed Saturday night. Wasn't quite ready. Um, it's my fault. I'll take I'll take responsibility for it. Should have been on it a little harder than I was, but, um, uh, is what it is. Uh, next, next, uh, goal now is the Granite State race at Beechridge again. I think it's August 14th. Um, that being said though, Friday, we were supposed to go to Bartlett that got rained out for the second week in a row. Uh, so no NASCARs this weekend, but Saturday <clears throat> was an absolute heater of a program at the Beechridge Motor Speedway, uh, capped off by you getting shit whipped around by a 17 year old boy. Yeah, I was trying. <laughs> I don't. I don't remember much of this. You were very intoxicated. So I was trying to fight. I was not trying to fight him. I was trying to like <laughs> scrap him. Like I remember having him by the shirt. Yes, and pu- like pulling him around. Yes. like we were in a hockey tussle, and then I remember you asking him if he liked his shirt or not. Yeah, because you didn't want to rip it. Where he then proceeded to uh, turn you around, and you fell down. And you went um, as hard as humanly possible, palms first. Yep. <laughs> I don't know if you felt that the next morning or not, if you have some gravel stuck in there. Uh, but, uh, yeah, yeah, that was a whole uh, new uh, element to Bradford that I had never seen before, uh, just wanting to fight everybody. No, which... I didn't. I just wanted to fight Nate because he was <laughs> making comments about a, a distant family member that I met once in my life, which also might have been Saturday night. <laughs> Pretty much. So, um, sounds about right. Yeah. So, sounds part for the course. Well, sure. so I woke, I, when I woke up the next morning, I looked at my phone and I had like calls to three different humans that I don't remember talking to. You, you for sure attempted to call Noah Gregson. Well, I know. Th- I remember that well, one. Well, actually you had, <laughs> you were going to have <laughs> PJ Merrill call Noah Gregson <laughs> on your phone because he was wearing an NG hat. Uh, uh-huh. I, I hope that didn't go through. Uh, it did. Oh, good. I mean, it didn't, he didn't answer. Oh, that's yeah. what I meant. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <clears throat> no, I canceled both the calls. See, I was oh, thinking. I was thinking. You were thinking with your dipstick there, yeah. Jimmy. 
I remember tripping um, over something too. Do, do you at least I mean, remember I, the races on Saturday? Oh yeah. The okay. only the, the only reason why I was as intoxicated as I was was quite literally because I woke up and I went to the gym. Went to the gym for about two hours. Made a chicken breast on the grill. A couple of them actually. Never a bad choice. Um, ate one whole chicken breast. Just a plain and then chicken that breast. That was well. It was like seasoned. There was like lemon pepper. Did you season it? Uh, no. I it, it, was, it was a pre-made. Yeah, that, that was one of those. Like I'm on the way back from the gym. I need food. You ever I'm had going that, to Beach Ridge like, in like an hour and a half. The, the are you talking like the ones that are like they're pre-made in the thing? Yeah, like the and they're like just wicked good. Yeah, every time. Yeah, the the, yeah. the backyard barbecue one is fucking literally to die for. But uh, I think I ended up with a lemon pepper because <laughs> it was a little cheaper. Your barbecue kind of guy. Well, it depends. If you had if you had a choice on how to prepare your chicken, what what's it gonna be? Well, the, I'm just the one that's from <laughs> fried. Yeah, <laughs> cooked. <laughs> uh, the one that's no salmonella from, in this house. Goddamn it! Yeah, the or one whatever that's, it is. The one that's for General Tassau's. Um, <laughs> the one that's from Hannaford. The like four different options that they have that are already pre-made and like ready to be put on the grill. Those are the pretty backyard not barbecue one is fucking delicious. Easily, we, my we don't favorite. do free ads, but this is for sure a free ad. Yeah, the, the yeah. pre-made chicken at at the Hannafords worth yep. your time. Yeah, and the people that don't know what Hannaford is, it's like a. Um, a Kroger. I have videos or, uh, on my phone too from Win Dixie Saturday or, uh, night that I don't remember. Um, what's so a, what's a supermarket chain? What I'm getting, Piggly Wiggly, if you will. No, you I ever don't been think to a I will. Wiggly? No, <laughs> you never have. You ever there's, Piggly Wiggly? There's giant eagles in Western Pennsylvania. Mm, there's Harris Teeter in wherever people go to Harris those. Teeter. Yeah, uh, it's like in North Carolina. Those, that's more like a Publix, though, isn't it? Pubix. Yes, Publix. <laughs> That's not where I get my groceries. <laughs> I hope just not. floss. Uh, no, I, so I literally ate one chicken breast and then just went to the bar and proceeded to do alcohols. Uh, and then the next thing on. I know, I wake up the next morning. There's people mad at me, and I have cuts all up and down my arm. And I was like, "What?" I know. I remember vividly trying to hockey scrap Nate Barth as a joke. Obviously, do you remember the, Nate like, and I are four like, times you tried to do it, or just the once? Oh, just the once. Oh, good. Yeah. Good, yeah. Good, so good. Uh, Nate. Uh, we're good friends. We love. We were, I was. I was just joking. He's also seventeen and taller and bigger and weighs more than I am. That um, more facial hair as well too. Yeah, that's that was also that was pretty rude actually. <laughs> well, uh, I, what you just well, said. I meant well. <laughs> it was, uh, just trying to help the description. But yeah, so then I I remember yeah having him buy a shirt and the, the only thing out of all the scraps that I remember was, um, do you like your shirt? Because I was I was pulling him around and I was gonna just start uppercutting him mm. with his shirt but yes. then i was like very hockey it might be you might like this shirt and then he did quite a bit yes. so I it was a chris smith three-time champion t-shirt yeah in which i don't believe they're made i don't even have one and it's my car that's on the back yeah well, not mad yeah just kind of pissed yeah um but yeah so the races though oh, also oh, happened yeah do you yeah. remember that why i was saying why I was it was a hell of a I program only, i only had one <clears throat> chicken breast all day and then i got drunk but um um yeah the the races, I don't understand how Beatridge can do it. They just, they, they do. So not only did they have their regular fucking eight divisions or whatever they run yes. every Saturday, they also had Legends, they had Bandoleros, and they had those two twin stunt biker dudes that love to get into the bar after they're done yes, doing their thing. big fans of that. Big fans of them. Um, <laughs> great humans. And the, so, the twins from Wisconsin or whatever they're called. Yeah, there's they're, probably more than one twin from Wisconsin, if I had to guess, but these ones are cool. They, these ones do motor scooters take and our, do wheelies Take and our word for it. Yes. Yeah. So... Um, 
Yeah, the program. <laughs> the program was great. Uh, but I don't understand how they have that many races and get it all within Beach, three, Beechridge, uh, again, people can shut on it all they want. They can say whatever they want. Beechridge, bar none, puts on one of the best programs that you will ever watch on any local Saturday Night Short Track because it's a bang, bang, bang process. That it, you know, It's annoying as a racer sometimes because, you know, me, I'm late to everything. They're screaming at you to get in the lineup. But once there's two to go, you're at the wall ready to go. The winner of the race comes off, next race is on the racetrack. There's no fucking around. There's no downtime. There's no nothing. They put on a hell of a show. Um, I've said it numerous times. Andy Austin's the best in the league by far, um, in my opinion. Uh, in terms of announcing and things like that. Um, and it's yeah. it, they had all sorts of stuff, too. They had the, the former Thursday Night Thunder program, which is like four-banger shitboxes, Mighty Trucks, which is four-banger shitbox trucks. Um, they've got the they had the legend cars, like you said, the Bandoleros, uh, new upcoming division from the GL Motorsports Nell Car division. Uh, it's kind of cool to see that take off a little bit. It's, an, it's another option for uh, kids to take a route up into a um, basically a car with a full body on it. Uh, they're going entirely too fast at Beechridge, by the way. It's a go-kart on steroids that's going like 65 miles an hour. Um, very cool to see eight-year-olds doing that. Um, but they, they got all that stuff. They had uh, um, the Mad Bomber Divisions, which is never a bad race. No. That's never a bad race, ever. You put eight-cylinder boxes out there, some cool shit's going to happen no matter what. Um, and then they transitioned into the Saturday program, which is Wildcats, Sport Series, and the Pro Series. And Pro Series was one of the best races I have seen all year long. Oh. David Oliver, Brandon Barker, Wyatt Alexander, just crisscrossing each other up. Uh, David Oliver just, uh, he flat out outdrove him. Uh, Barker, I think, had the better car. I think Wyatt was right there as well, too. But David Oliver has the, the experience and the wherewithal to know where he needs to put that race car, whether it's in the middle of the track or wherever, to where uh, Barker just couldn't get around him. Yeah. And he just simply outdrove him, in my opinion. That was exactly the uh, the drunken consensus. folks in the bars' uh, consensus of what was going on as well. Because uh, early in the night, I had a couple people come over because they know that I like to gamble, um, allegedly. And they walked over and they're like, hey, like I'll take David Oliver for five bucks. And I'm like, sweet, I'll take Brandon Barker. So then we just kind of went around. Yep. There's a bunch of people. Um, I was very excited that I had the fastest car on the racetrack. And then Dan's like, David Oliver's putting his car in that one spot where Brandon can't really do anything about yeah. it without completely driving through him. Correct. And I but he, like, he gave no. him he gave him a lane though. Yeah. Oh, there, no, he had there a lane. was a lane. But uh, you know, the, the Beechridge there is a weird little there's there's a couple tricks to the trade at that particular racetrack that. You can show somebody a lane, but it, it's not always what they want. <laughs> right. Um, and, and then there's really no room to bitch either because, it, well, you had a, you had a, a full lane. Yeah. Um, and without completely ruining his day, um, you know, th th there wasn't much Barker was going to do, I don't think. Um, same thing with Wyatt. Without absolutely just driving through both of them, I don't think he was going to get around him either. But uh, David Oliver, just, he's obviously one of the best in the region for a reason. He's a former champion for a reason. Uh, he's won his second race now f of the season for a reason. So um, good on David Oliver. But... We had the 100 lap. Beechridge was cast at Showdown uh, between the Sort Series and the Super Street Divisions at Beechridge as well, too. And that was a fucking incredible show, too. Nate Levitt wins it, and I think he led about 100 feet of the entire race. Yeah. Um, the entire race was was put out by uh, Bubba, Bubba Pelton, uh, Frank Ware, Zach Bowie. They were putting on an absolute fucking show for the fans. Um, and then Nate Levitt was just kind of picking his way up through the field. He started, I'm pretty sure, damn near dead last, if not dead last, out of 31 cars. Wouldn't um, by the end of it, 
it was one of those where the fuck did he come from moments and they had a late race restart with i think like four to go or something like that and nate levitt gets around bubba pelton and just that was it and it was it was an incredible show and it's i I almost wish that there was a podcast that had said if if tracks had cooperated together with like divisions that things like this could happen you know if only there was a show that had said that you know I, I'm trying to in put the a past. finger on it, but uh, yeah, like, it, it doesn't ring. Nothing yeah, it's, no, yeah, it's everything's fuzzy. Yeah, ever since I only had that one. Maybe maybe a show with like a beer in the logo, hmm. or like a flag or something. Maybe hmm. I just can't quite put my th- you know thumb on it. You know, is, is a couple the, of years ago, is the maybe. flag in the beer. I think it's not in the beer. No, oh, okay. no. All right, well, I'm trying hmm. to figure it out. Big fucking penis comes into mind for whatever reason. Oh, that never has Beat. once entered my no, mind. No, no. Well, just the, the acronym there. Oh, right. Hmm. No, no, I can't no. come up yeah. with it. Yeah, no. <laughs> I quite literally have no idea huh. what you're talking about. Yeah, so, me either. Um, <laughs> no, no they, but the, the the Pro Series race, and I've been to a lot of races, or and actually I've watched a lot of races on the television with Flow Racing, Speed 51, things like that this year so far. The Pro Series race was the was top. Th- top three. I mean, I, there's there's a couple battles from Stafford between Stephen Kopsick and, and Keith Rocco and Stephen or uh, was it Stephen Kopsick and Mike Christopher? Yeah, uh, very close to open. And uh, then there was a there was a race a couple weeks ago um, that involved the two car at Thunder Road that was probably top two best race I've seen so far this year. Um, and the Pro Series race was just because Wyatt, great. Wyatt and Brandon were probably the faster cars, like you said. Yep. And at one point, Wyatt had gotten by Brandon, and Brandon ended up making his way past Wyatt, and he was like six or seven car lengths back with not that many laps to go, and yep. ended up getting right back to him. And uh, they were dead even coming down the back stretch, and just David Oliver had the well, drive I, off. And I think the byproduct of Barker and and Oliver racing so hard next to each other gave Wyatt the opportunity to kind of run them down a little bit. Um, also, a cool thing to see out of Wyatt Alexander and both Gabe Brown this weekend, who raced at Hudson in the Granite State race, um, throwing some zero nines on their car. Uh, Greg Peters is going through a little bit of a health issues right now, and uh, it's cool to see a lot of people hashtag racing for GNG. That's Grand National Greg. Um, so cool to see all that going on. It's a, it's the it's the weird little again. We always say it, but we it's the weird little traveling circus family that we have here that. Even if you hate somebody or if you love them, you always support them, and no matter what, because you're all there for the same reason, and you're all doing the same thing, trying to accomplish the same things. So, uh, very cool to see all that. Um, and again, just Beatridge just puts on a show. Anybody who hasn't been, you got to go. Um, you know, Sean Foster seemed to like it when he showed up for the first time, and um, you know, it's it's like Sean would say, it's a real racy joint. Um, Sean would definitely Sean say that. Would say yeah, that I've, so. I've definitely heard Sean say it before. But uh, yeah. no, going back on the Greg Peters thing, wicked cool to see all the support. <clears throat> I've been enjoying scrolling through Facebook and just seeing it seems like every single person, a lot of posts on there talking about the racing family and how everyone is just a big dysfunctional group of humans that yep. all are there for the same reason. So um, even if even if you hate somebody, it if that's the only me, other person that you know in the bar, you're still yeah. going to fight for him. I, w- I wish that I knew greg i wish i knew uh or had stories with him but just i have enjoyed reading through everyone else's stories and the uh, <laughs> the only the only the the first time i ever met greg peters um we're at victory lane indoor go-karting or victory lane indoor karting and this is when it was in westbrook and it was a road course okay so there was like it was like a i don't know it looked like a like a foam finger almost attracted you had one right hand turn that was it but you were going in and out of pylons well i was 
maybe 12 years old and Greg was in the same race as I was because you know the for how professional of an operation it was for whatever it's worth they used to literally um make Bobby or myself go out and win the rumble races so that they didn't have to pay the winner a hundred dollars. Um, they're not in business any longer. If you were curious, um, <laughs> why, what happened? Uh, well, uh, <laughs> um, so I'm in one of these races and <laughs> Greg did, didn't like something I had done, which I, whatever, it's fine. <laughs> and we, we pull off the racetrack and, and Greg, Greg wants to fight me, like literally punch me in the face until he realizes I am about 12 years old when I get out of the go-kart. And, and he starts backpedaling. Well, my father worked at the go-kart track and my dad was a large human. Yeah. Um, and Greg turns around and he's about nose to my dad's tits. And he's like, oh, I had fucked up. <laughs> and him and my dad got into it and it was a whole big fucking blowout and everything. But uh, ever since after that, we were all best friends. And um, uh, <laughs> uh, it was it was just kind of a cool deal that how that all first started to how it ended. And, um, you know, would would do anything for uh, any of those guys there. Johnny's a great guy, too. But uh, another cool story is Bubba Pelton. He's a he's a you know, he's in the sport series. He's built a lot of race cars. He's an incredible fabricator, but his house is right next to the Beatridge. Well, at the end of his driveway, there's this big ass fucking pine tree giant. And if you look at it, there's a bunch of like fucking chips and shit missing out of the bottom of it because people have smoked that fucking thing so hard. Like every time it's just in a one weird spot where you don't really see it and you fucking smash it. So my dad was pulling out of there one time backing out with his green pickup truck and he hit the thing so fucking hard, my head bounced off the back window. Damn near blew the back window out. Well, Greg goes on. That this, explains a lot. Greg, <laughs> Greg goes on this big fucking tangent, and like you know, how funny it was, blah, 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 blah. Well, literally the very next week, it's an ACT race at Beechridge. Well, Grand National Greg comes down the backstretch at about Mach 3, and the throttle hung, or he forgot where turn 3 was or something, and he dukes a hazards the fucking thing. <laughs> Up off a of turn 3, goes bailing through the sand. Damn near lands in Andy's office, and he hits a fucking tree <laughs> down off a of turn 3 and 4 at Beatridge, which, for those that don't know, the trees are not close to the racetrack in no. turn 3 and 4. Like, you have to you, you have to make quite the trek to get there. Yeah. Well, well, my father, being the little peckerhead that he was, he he had designed this T-shirt of Greg's car being towed out upside down in basically a field of trees, mm-hmm. and, and uh, he called him Pine Needle Peters after that. Uh, <laughs> so again, just a couple of Greg Greg uh, Greg Peters stories, but uh, again, uh, thought T's and P's, I guess, with with the entire Peters family. I, I know what that's like. So uh, you know, hopefully everything's going all right with Johnny and all those guys, but. Uh, Sunday also happened after Beechridge. Sunday was and so uh, you went to Oxford and I went to Hudson. What 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 <clears throat> what typically happens when you don't remember many things from the night previously is that you are just in a not great spot come <laughs> the next morning, right? So, and I woke up and uh, Tyler Johnson gave me a couple a uh, couple bucks to go grab beer so he didn't have to the next morning. And and the liter- like the minute I woke up the next morning, I knew things weren't well, weren't good at all. I this rolled- is Sunday morning. Oh yeah, Sunday. Where morning. did I, you wake up? Uh, in my bed. Okay. I rolled over and like I'm I mean the the earth <laughs> shifted off of its axis. <laughs> can we can we axis, time out for just axis, one second? Axis. We we need to I realize axis. the fact that the question of where did you wake up is not normal to most people. Do you understand that? Mm-hmm. It's only our collective group of friends where, where did you wake up this morning is a legitimate question. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, 
Well, because there there are some bizarre answers to that on on occasion. Underneath a folding table in a stranger's camper. Underneath a stranger's camper. <laughs> mm-hmm. Strange houses, strange beds, strange people. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> woke up, knew things weren't well whatsoever. I I drank damn near a gallon of water, um, trying to just I don't know get the liver a little kickstart on the day. Uh, took a nice tubby, went to the store, walked in, was like, "What am I possibly hungry for?" The answer was nothing, but. I went in and I got two muffins because I'm like, nothing better to soak up the alcohol than bread. <laughs> and uh, that was the wrong answer. So I ate like maybe half of one of the muffins and just felt like even more shit. So I was like, what's next? Um, McDonald's. Went to McDonald's. Mm-mm. No. No. So, that was also uh, the wrong answer. Yeah. So that wasn't another not great answer. So I get to the track and whatever. Basically, we're toning it down, but we're this this is my favorite thing to do when it comes to racing and it always has been i've i've said it numerous times on this podcast before that when i was a kid the only the only way i would go to the races is if i paid for my dad to go cuz my dad didn't want to go my mom was never went ever one time uh, even when i raced i'm pretty sure she didn't go so i liked bringing people i liked bringing friends um to the racetrack and just you know seeing people's reaction the first time that they go and stuff like that so mm-hmm. Um, we had this plan. We had this group chat. A lot of the same people that are going to Loudon next weekend were like, let's have a mini Loudon at Oxford because Oxford is significantly closer. That being said, we've talked about this also before on the podcast. The 45 minute drive to Oxford brutal is the worst drive to a racetrack <laughs> of all time. And I don't know why. It well, doesn't make any well, sense. The part that sucks about so <clears throat> we like in Oxford. We do like an Oxford. We, li- we like what goes on at Oxford. We don't like a drive to Oxford. The drive to Oxford from Scarborough, Maine. Huh. You have to get on the turnpike, one. You have to get off the gray exit, which is exit 63. For reference, Scarborough is exit 42. So it takes all of 20 minutes just to get to the exit. Yeah. Where you then have another half-hour drive, at least, down a two-lane highway of just nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Literally nothing. Like yeah. at all. You're and then like you're southeast west bumfuck. <coughs> and you're going up and down hills and there's just trees and nothing and nothing and nothing and nothing and then oh Poland Spring and then nothing and nothing and then a bridge and then boom you're at a racetrack. You're like, oh my fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, like the dr- I got to the track and I'm like, that fucking sucked. And I was like, but I don't know why. It might be because I feel so shitty. And then the drive home last night fucking sucked even more i was like what the hell is wrong with like i don't understand how a 45 minute i would rather drive to stafford i would rather drive to thunder road that is i'd rather not drive close here. no those are very much not close whatsoever so whatever we end up going because there's a ton of us go and i mean so chris gagne has been on a patreon show before tyler johnson f- friend of the program he he's always around uh my best friend be his best man in his wedding that's probably a mistake on his part. No one tell him. So uh, Tyler Goldberg used to do the show from his house, literally. Um, and uh, buddy Ryan Jackson. Yeah, the, the first basement we did this out of was Tyler's. Yeah. Yes. And so what I didn't know is when I when we first showed up, uh, Chris was like, oh, we got like four or five more guys going. And I mean, we sh- he showed up with a grill strapped to the back of his Toyota RAV4, which he normally does couple propane tanks obviously i had lemon pepper chicken um i had gotten as, as one i had gotten 20 dollars worth of lemon pepper chicken caught it all up threw it in a bag we we're gonna have a nice tailgate fucking someone brought hot dogs goldberg brought like 38 fucking burgers uh johnson brought steaks 
I mean, we had a setup. Like, I it's mean, a lot of food money, for a little girl. C money showed up with an easy up, set that thing up. There was oh fuck, I forgot the guy's name. There's some other guy there. I didn't know. But basically, C money goes. Oh, we have like six, seven other people coming. I'm like, all right, sweet. Like, who's coming? He goes names off all these kids that I went to high school with and quite literally have not seen. Like all friends, like I was friends with all of them, but they're just those friends that you sometimes sometimes don't see for a really long you time. You were best friends for four years, literally. exactly, and then you haven't spoken to them. One time, time, I remember this very clearly. It was like a Christmas Eve party because we used to do those back when my, my family associated with me all the time. And, and, and Christmas. And yeah, and like Christmas was like a real holiday and stuff, which was until like I was probably eight and a half. Um, but... So I remember being there and the guy, this, this one, like not even family member, just like a friend of a family member was there. And he just goes, yeah, it won't really matter after high school because you won't talk to any of those people ever again. And like, I had a pretty tight circle. I'm like, fucking idiot. This guy, get a load of this guy, huh? Fucking has no idea what he's talking about. Yeah. I haven't seen any of those kids since I walked off the stage at graduation. <laughs> so, um, it's been, I don't know how long it's been since I graduated. Fucking quite a while. Seven years, six, seven years. It's been 10 for me. Nothing's changed a bit. So, I mean, it was, it was wild though. So we show up, we had like 15, 20 of us fucking out there grilling. We got, uh, Beers flowing. Not really for me. I had like four out in the parking lot. Wasn't feeling it. Was just kind of trying to be part like part of the party. We had the, the cornhole game set up. Went undefeated in that. So you were trying to party through the hangover? He was trying to. Oh. Yeah, I was trying to push oh, through it. Oh, there's nothing worse. No. Nothing no, worse. No, nothing. It was pretty bad. So we end up... Well, actually, what I was trying to do is sweat it all out. So I took an acetaminophen with a Michelob, which is usually recommended. It, li- um, it literally says, do not do that. Well... There's a lot of things you're not supposed to do, wow. but well, um, so we end up playing football. We're playing baseball. We have like four people with baseball mitts. We're throwing bombs to each other. How and, many cars did you hit? Uh, zero, actually. Oh, Derek good. Holbrook, way out in the distance, and I snap message him and I say, "Hey, you got a mitt? I'm going to throw you a ball." He didn't have a mitt. Oh no! What he did have? And this is a baseball. Which? Oh yeah. What they did have? It wasn't necessarily him, but he walked over with it like Babe Ruth himself coming out of the Field of Dreams or whoever played in that game. Uh, fucking new pal Holden Sullivan showed up with a three hundred dollar <laughs> baseball bat to the Oxford Plains parking lot, and let me tell you what we had a game like of baseball. We, we like, I like I actual said baseball. in the group chat that of everyone that was going to Oxford that I just was really fiending the batting cages. I was just feeling athletic this week, I guess. And so I'm standing there. I asked Derek to bring over a, a glove. Holden and Derek show up with a baseball bat. And now we are hitting bombs. And when I tell you, like, so all of my other friends were drunk. I don't think Holden was because I think he's probably about 8. That's fine. 10, 12. I don't know how old kids are. That's like, I've gotten to that age where, like, that, that kid could be either 3 or 14. 47. Yeah, <laughs> like, I have no fucking idea. So, uh, great kid, though, showed up with a bat. We're hitting, so... Dingers? Yeah, so, we had, like, Johnson was up, Goldberg was up, uh, C-Money, Chris Gagne was up, Derek was up, I was up, fucking Holden was up. No one missed a pitch. All those people went through, and everyone hit the ball. And at one point, I looked around, I'm like, there's no way that we all just made contact. Like, cause ever like half the people were shit housed. I was not. I and I assume again Holden wasn't. But I mean, dude, like we were we were playing pretty well. And Ty Johnson hit a ball like into the next zip code, um, because he did like high school sports and stuff uh, a lot. So he's pretty <clears throat> athletic. Was athlete of the year one time. He's gonna love the fact that I just said that. Um, we used to rag on him all the time. <laughs> athlete of the year. Um, uh, but no, great time all around. 
ended up moseying our way over the black flag bleachers where nothing oh, good ever happened. Yeah. <clears throat> well, so the, the, I didn't know that they even had the beer stand open, which was great for me because I left my wallet in the car and uh, didn't have an ID. So I was literally just sitting there. I was unable to drink. I had one beer total because I had Ty Goldberg buy me one right. and have him buy himself one with my money. But other than that, you don't really get drunk off one beer. So I'm just... and you know what's, Not anymore. You know what's fun? Yeah. Uh, hold it, Mike. You know what's fun is just being the sober one around everyone that is shit-faced. That's a great time. Now we know what people feel like around us. We don't really associate with many sober people, though. Well, the beginning of the day we do. We're drunk at the beginning of the day? No, no. We associate with sober people at the beginning of the day. Oh, but we're not drunk. breakfast. We're not... (laughs) (laughs) Breakfast! We're not like shit house at breakfast. Well, usually, well, except for like this coming Friday and Saturday. Unless we haven't gone to bed yet, which that also, will be this this weekend. Yeah. So oh, I will yeah. be there Friday after work. So uh, the races at Oxford oh, were right. were a good time. Um, what it, what was uh so Kenny Harrison, Rick, mm-hmm. Rick Spaulding. Yeah. So okay. So I've um, seen the videos. Yeah, I've seen the posts. Mm-hmm. What? So Kenny moved Rick at one point. Like, was it aggressive? It was not really that bad. I mean, it's Oxford Street Stock Limited Late Models. It's the you I've seen. There's you see some aggressive shit. The, <laughs> the cheaper the ra- the cheaper the race car, the more drama there is. It wasn't that aggressive. I I think that most people would have been somewhat upset. Um, I don't know. That that, upset? I don't think that most people would have waited around the racetrack three times to try to express anger interesting i think that the first after the first one after you swing in a mish i think that you probably should <laughs> just, just go home just park it yeah it's not your day but then the coming then the back again time. yeah that w- it was the first time was a, it was a right reared attempt yeah and, and he went right and then locked up the brakes missed second time missed again goes off the racetrack and turns two or three and four and then the third time, <clears throat> just I don't even know, just pulled off the racetrack, I guess. But yeah, I, um, I was I don't know, I don't know, I don't know necessarily know if you can black flag a car when you only have six cars on the racetrack. There was only six cars. Yeah. Yikes. But it, it was one of those things where like you could see it coming from a mile away because I thought he was going so slow that I'm like he's just gonna stop and draw a yellow, which probably would have been smarter because then he would have been bunched right back up with him it would have been way less noticeable than what he was actually doing but um the second time after he tried to right rear him and missed when he came around the racetrack like the next three times i was like they're gonna black flag him they're just gonna set put it like get him into the pits as quick as possible because he's gonna try it again like it was very clear that he was gonna do it everyone in turn one that i was with had their phones out recording it <laughs> uh, dan obviously got a, a terrific video of it that kind of blew up um but yeah, I mean, Dan's good for a viral video. Yeah, he is, <laughs> isn't he? Um, why? What happened? Nothing. Um, but yeah, no, it was it was something. Um, that was worth. Everyone in turn one said that that was worth the price of admission. So, or at least everyone that we were with. So what else, what else was there at wait super late models? Yeah, super late models act and, and past mods. Um, I felt it's amazing how you can see a race play out when you're sober, because. So I didn't look at race monitor all day. I was too busy uh, hitting ding-dongs. Yes. Um, hepatitis, see you later. Um, 
just oh dude it felt so good to hit a baseball again i hit a ball so far um basically shohei otani but uh what were we talking about oh race cars yeah right race cars so um no mike hopkins started on the pole of the act race dick stomped him led every single lap it wasn't all that close nick sweet Derek gluchaki we're right there most of the time i think that's the first time i've ever said gluchaki and not bukaki or boo cake bu cake bu cake yeah so Derek bu cake they uh they were they were more there towards the end, but I mean Mike Hopkins just ran away with it. We like Mike, great guy. We lo- we, um, we love a Mike Hopkins. Yeah, yeah. He didn't come swimming with us, but no, that's fine. Not mad Everybody, about that either. I mean he he literally RSVP. Okay, um, but so then the uh, the past mods came out and oh, the, was there like three hundred of the, them again? The, oh, what the, what's the first name of the Emerson guy? Jimmy. Yeah, Jimmy. Low. <laughs> we were all everyone was going nuts for Jimmy because. Half the kids that were at the racetrack that I hadn't seen some high, since high school had grown up going to the racetrack, but just hadn't come back for a really long time, which is another great thing to do is bring them back because then the whole entire day they're like, is the 23-day Farrington? And I'm like, yep, yep, sure is. The, uh, did they just say DJ Shaw in the act race? I'm like, yeah, he's a 04. 04? Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Sure. Um, so basically they, they were all The 04 Vermont for the kid from uh- – Conway, New Hampshire. Yeah. Yep. They were all cheering for uh, Jimmy Emerson, who was putting on a show. Um, it's right up until the checkered flag. I don't know if you ended up seeing anything involving the finish there, but it, they, they ended up tying, and they gave the win to Max Cookson. Well, going into the last restart, I was like... Excuse me? They the, tied? Yeah. Max did, Cookson... Did they actually tie? Or? Yeah. Yeah. Like 0.0000 seconds. So... <laughs> going into the last restart, right? Like I was watching the race and seeing Cookson start way back and just make his way to the front. Why did they give it to Max then? All right, that's a very great question. Thank you so much for asking. We'll touch on that when we have more answers, which is not today. Um, so, <laughs> oh my God, okay, <laughs> it'll be in the comments section probably tomorrow, um, and it'll be Max himself explaining it. But uh, so going into the last restart, I'm like, oh, Max is coming, and he's gonna. I think he's gonna win this race. Like UM or OM? Probably a little bit of both, oh to be God. honest. After seeing the video of the finish, he was probably yeah. Uh, so ends up winning by zero point zero 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 zero. Allegedly, uh, all my friends were cheering for the twelve, and I was like, I don't necessarily care who wins this, but go Max because I predicted it. And then the uh, super late. I mean, Jimmy Emerson. Let's just going down like going down the backstretch, coming to take the white flag was like three and a half car lengths behind Max, and then all of a sudden he just shipped it to the outside, and he was three wide on the outside, and he was Max like, was no Jimmy, Jimmy Emerson was. was, and like way out there and like making ground, and like it was it was incredible, just an incredible finish. Um, but that and then super late models come out, and where about. I don't know, three corners into the race. And I look at Ty Johnson. I'm like, Joey Dwyer's going to win this race. Joey Dwyer's like 28th at the time. Joey Dwyer won, and it like wasn't necessarily that close. So like, I'm starting to think that maybe when it comes to gambling, if I just stayed sober, maybe. I don't know where the fun is in that, but <laughs> I'm starting to think that I might be pretty good at knowing what I'm talking about. Might just be shit. rich. Because I also had Mike Hopkins. I bet on him in, in the act race. Um, we didn't bet on the street stocks because um, Fuck six yeah, of them. Because there was six of them. Who won? It's a great question. Thank you so much for asking. You're I think, so welcome. I think it was Sean Knight, but I'm not sure. The 25? Yeah. The black and yellow one? Yeah. Black and yellow. Uh-huh. Black and yellow. <laughs> you know, you know what, what it is. is. 
I think so. I don't. I honestly don't remember necessarily watching that, and I was sober. I think it was. We were all looking at the back of the pack, is what was happening, because Kenny Harrison and Rick Spaulding. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So how's Hudson? Good, good, good. Great. I I love Hudson. We brought Smithers. Love that. Smithers had never been to Hudson International Super Raceplex before, so we brought him. Big fan, real big fan. Um, <clears throat> uh, that uh, it was. It was hard. Knowing I was supposed to be in the race, but I wasn't. Uh, they even went out of their way to mention that on the PA system, so that was good. Uh, so good thing I uh, brought some beverages and just indulged and watched the races. Uh, but Joey Paul just absolutely fucking... I've never seen <clears throat> a super late model race in the rain before, <laughs> but but that for sure happened. Uh, we're sitting in the stands. We're getting wet. Like, it, we're, like I, I'm moist. And... I'm watching this, and I'm like, there's no way. There's zero chance that they're racing. They got a collective half a lap in the first time before they absolutely junked, like, six cars off of two. Um, so then it starts raining. Yellow's out. They take a little while to clean it up, as, you know, makes sense because there's shit everywhere. And I'm like, there's absolutely no shot that they even take the green again. There's no way. So they're trying to keep heating the racetrack, keeping keep the cars going, and it's raining. It's like it's, it's full blown. I see rain coming from the skies, and they're asking all the drivers, thumbs up, thumbs down. And Joey Paul just sticks his whole arm out the window, says, "Yeah, we're good." <laughs> I'm like, "Oh my god, no, 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 no!" And they take the green, and they did pretty much the entire race in the rain. And Joey Paul just absolutely fucking dick stomped every single one of them. Well, he had the rain tires on. Casey Call was there for a minute. Uh, he was I did kind of sniffing his asshole there for like I don't know six, seven, ten laps or so. Well, he led um, a decent chunk of it. Did he? Yeah, not? yeah, he led a little bit. Um, but after uh, Joey got around him, it was probably about ten laps. He was sniffing his butthole and then just couldn't get around him. Used the tires up and then Joey won by literally like half a track. I'm not a thousand percent sure. That I've ever heard anyone in their race analysis use sniffing their butthole. He was close. He was very close to it. They never make contact, though. How was how were the rest of the races? Oh, good. They had they had, you know the typical four banger shit boxes and then six banger shit boxes. Um, Leon, uh, b- big friend of the program, uh, especially us at the Bartlett Bridge Speedway staff. Uh, Leon Keniston <laughs> won the uh, um, <clears throat> spectator drag thing, uh, where usually the last round they do like three laps. Uh, his opponent did not realize it was three laps, and it was one lap, uh, or thought it was one lap. So Leon l- went on to lead and win, um, barely. <laughs> and they they asked for a rematch, and which he de- declined. And uh, he took home the plaque. So there was that. Uh, and then, I see. Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah. The whole whole lot of things. Uh, ben at the end of the race uh, took took his moped and did laps around the racetrack. Oh, okay. Yep. Uh, just a typical Hudson event. That's all it was. Uh, never never a bad thing when super late models are on the program, especially there. So um, yeah, they junked a lot of shit though. Did like they? like Bo- like Bobby Corral hit. All of it. Oh, yeah, I did um, see that. <clears throat> uh, that blue car there hit that Foland all guy of it. In the 17. Like, like the radiator was on the windshield. I think so. I saw a picture or something of those those cars in the backstretch wall, mm-hmm. and I saw a scoring pile on that said a 12 um, third. And that's I, Bobby Pellet. I know. Well, I had to text Cassidy because I was like, is Derek racing? 
And she was like, no. And I'm like, oh, Bobby Palland. Yes. Doing a great day for him. Hopefully. Friend of the program. Yes. Friend of the program. He faded. But, okay. He did. Well, he did. He finished. He was on the scoring pylon. So we we like a Bobby Pellin. We love a Bobby Pellin. Great guy. He he ended up buying me two brews uh, at the the Seaconk Raceplex before I ended up monsooning. He has a great looking NASCAR. Yes, always love it. Love to see. The it. only thing, okay, the only thing I don't care for about Bobby Pellin's car. So you know how like the the whole design is like one way. Yeah. On one side, the number goes the opposite way, and I just i i want to i want to throw up. It's the only thing. Yeah, the rest of it's gorgeous, especially that orange deal that he had last year. Big fan of that. Yeah, oh, the orange. Big one, yeah. fan of that. Yeah. But just the number. I'm sure on the opposite way of the the line well, thing. I'm sure, he'll put it in the tickler. I don't file. think he cares. Yeah, I'd probably quite not honestly, he doesn't. No. Which is fine. <laughs> Which is fine. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, so I, I uh, had to shoot a post out on on the the face space because uh, I think that so I'm pretty positive we got our first win north of the border. This past weekend in uh, modified things at the Speedway. Oh, I don't know how to say it. I gotta look it up. You 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 done see this on the on what did, the, what did on I the look Instagrams? At? Did you did you see it? The uh, Speedway Miramichi. Is this the two W fella? Miramichi. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. A uh, big friend of the program, Who's Chris that? Chris Wilson. He he. Has I they they asked me I don't know if I sent him stickers directly but the racetrack itself asked for like a handful of stickers they sent oh, like no. fifteen stickers so like a bunch of people at the racetrack have the stickers on them so they're all friends of the program love what, that what is this um, Mira Mira Michi I thought it, I think Domo Oregon it's Domo. in it's it's in Canada sounds like a Pokemon it's a place that you can't go to right now probably allegedly but you can see it on the social medias so uh he picked up the win this weekend in uh his, his modderford and i think that that must be our first win north of the border we could also be wrong speaking of damn near almost pretty much most of the bo- we, we very of the well may be wrong because joe lawrence has won a lot of races and a super latte model i believing with uh well, BFA stickers on it. did it really yeah did he they, won like was, a championship but was he even allowed to race last year like last year was like know. a lot of I don't the know. bfp i don't know wins. what happened last year when yeah maybe he hasn't had a win with a sticker on the car <laughs> uh could be wrong speaking of damn near north of the border uh thunder road chris pelkey ended up winning on thursday with a bfp sticker on the vehicular is that uh, the 64 vermont that is that yes. is yes and yes. then uh colby meserve and oh. picking up the win in the legend car can we talk about that race real quick because he started, I believe, on pole, yeah. led a couple laps, got absolutely punted out of the way a couple times, fell back to like fifth or sixth, yeah. drove up back around him, and then won the race on like the last like two laps. Fucking incredible yeah. show that they, yeah. the Ledger Cars put on there. Great race. Love to see it. Uh, <clears throat> I believe, did I hear that Chaz Briggs ended up inheriting a street stonk win? Ooh, maybe. I don't know. I have not heard that. Well, he has a BFP sticker on his The car, rumor mill. Uh, Jeff Marshall picked up the win at uh, White Mountain on Saturday night with uh, friends of the program, Jimmy Renfrew and Albie Ovit, on the podium. Um, they both, uh, at least Jimmy has stickers on the car. I'm not 100% sure about Albie, but we like him as well. Um, like an Albie uh, Ovit? Obviously, uh, Joey Pole uh, and Casey Call. Those both have stickers on the car at, from Hudson. Gabe Brown, friend of the program, does not. I do not believe, but that you'll have that on the mega jobs. Um, Connor McDougal ended up winning. Yes, it uh, at the Star St- Super Speedway. Uh, Max Cookson, obviously, like we had discussed, and uh, last but not least, like we had already said, Mike Hopkins yes. and uh, Derek. Bo- All around good day for D- the BFP Derek boys. Boo cake. Mike doesn't have stickers on his car. I was thinking about that probably because we didn't 
ask like offer him stickers ever once before but that's fine he probably would have got some if he came to the pool yeah we had them at the pool but he didn't go to the pool great spot for it he should have come to the pool but didn't come to the great pool. spot for adhesive product is yes the pool. So, water mm, loves it yeah yes water and adhesive go hand in hand so <laughs> where in the world will be at pb this weekend oh thank you so much for asking so we've been talking about this for a while so this is you know it's great it's monday night we have no fucking idea what's going on all we know is that saturday night we are having a fucking party so um <coughs> yeah we are gonna be at loudon obviously with everyone else i don't know who's not gonna be at loudon but um, i will be there friday after work i will be there th- i'll be there thursday after work for a very brief period before jetting on up to the thunder road international motor race plex um drum and then i will end up going back later that night and I'll probably sleep in the Camry unless we have other arrangements. Which it's not promising. No. No. Um, but we have a banner and koozies and stickers. We're going to throw a BFP banger regardless. Yeah. Promise. We got a beer pong table now. Yes. We got cornhole boards. Yes, we do. We got stripper truly, poles. Yeah. <laughs> we don't have those, but they, those are a thing. Those are. They will be at the facility. Yeah. Yeah speakers we got all of it you need speakers for sure yeah if you haven't know if you haven't seen the instagram story that is the one from two years ago this is joey parker's deal um we are just helping to promote it um and mamba smith i think was the first one well you probably said it but mamba smith was the first one to use the hashtag bfp banger so um if anyone that's going to show up to that could use the hashtag bfp banger when posting on social media that would help us tremendously in seeing shit that happened that we may or may not remember because i promise we won't yeah yeah probably not um so pretty excited for it um all the people that were at oxford yesterday i believe are going to be showing up whether it's saturday night or or friday or whatever um so i'm i'm pretty positive that uh chris gagne c money friend of the program and uh his lady friend are going to be joining me for the trek to thunder road uh can't wait got the governor's cup on on thursday with our good friend there ryan priest that should be fun to watch um i think i am excited one one cool thing too is that a lot of the racetracks around us back in back in the day like 90s 2000s um everybody would take this weekend off and go to Loudon. You know, it was just like an off weekend. Let's go see the big boys. Well, that had kind of fizzled out for a while, but I know Beatridge is off this weekend. So I expect to see a lot of our pals, a lot of our friends, a lot of our racing folk at Loudon. I know Jake Rogers will be there. Oh, dude, yeah. That's going to be a show. Yeah. Uh, I think Dan, dude. Dan Colin's going to be there. Mm. We're going to have all I'm, sorts of people. I am so, so pumped that <clears throat> we can finally make the Jake Rogers and Chris Gagne connection because C-Money and Jake Rogers are two of the same humans, and they both love to have a good time. They're both two of the funniest people that I've ever met in my entire life, and I'm so excited to get them in the same general vicinity for a three- to four-day period. So, yeah, it's going to be um, electric. Yeah. Uh, pumped. Tell your friends. Bring your friends. Um, and, yeah, I mean, the more the merrier. BFP banger. The marry the more. The more may, the, we're going to marry people? May amore. I don't think people would ever let us officiate a wedding. I wouldn't want to officiate Can you a imagine? Wedding. At Loudon. A, a wedding at Loudon? I'm sure it's been done. Have you met any NASCAR fan literally ever? Y- yeah, yeah, no. I'm just saying that that's not necessarily our group of people. I don't. Think. I feel like we could throw a good wedding. That's all I'm saying. At Loudon? Anywhere. 
especially at Loudon. I don't think at Loudon would be a great spot for a wedding. It's not our wedding. That is not a great venue (laughs) (laughs) for that. I don't necessarily think that that way that marriage would last <laughs> it is basically what <laughs> or I'm it would down last to. forever because they both thought it was a good idea yeah i mean like can you imagine no the wedding wedding gifts are like a fucking bottle of jack like m red like, <laughs> instead of throwing rice people are throwing fucking little die casts at them oh them. yeah dude you got like <laughs> you got like a fucking dale Jarrett 88 sticker like stuck to your arse like with, with the nice white wedding dress that's now absolutely caked in mud because it's fucking rained the last three weeks what a fucking spot for a wedding. Instead of a ring, it's like a lug nut. Oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Quinn Hoff's lug nut, signed and everything. Fucking sweet. You're welcome, babe. Oh, no. Oh, dude, can you imagine that? What in the white trash? <laughs> <laughs> She's got Miss Winston Cup's fucking oh, no. like, just dress on or something. Just like a, a tramp one stamp one that the... says Dale has been here. Oh, oh God. <laughs> Just a three with angel wings. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He's got a flannel and fucking jeans that are pulled up to his nipples, but it's 150 degrees outside. No, it's not even jeans. He's wearing shorts, but he's wearing work boots with long white (laughs) socks. That's who that is. Oh, my Reagan. And he has a knee tattoo, just because. At least Reagan doesn't wear long white socks. White tube socks. (sighs) Anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, oh yeah, well, it's just so. Congrats on anyone getting married next weekend. Yeah, uh, yeah if you need just... an officiator or whatever, uh, Brad and I are available. We will charge you sixty nine dollars, and that's. I don't it. know if you have a wedding <clears throat> registry, but we'll bring the the the, the fucking ballpark ballpark Franks. Yeah, we'll, we'll um, I'll throw a beer in. Yeah, or, yeah. Or twelve a, a bush light corn can even that's <laughs> those are collectors fucking, that's, items. it's base it's almost like having champagne at your wedding it's the same thing just completely different yeah 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 um oh i feel like some weird shit's about to happen this weekend like like just strange things it it always does i don't know if you remember the last time right you must have been there you were at loud and i don't know if you were with our group so is that when I locked your keys in your truck? Oh yeah, that happened the next morning. So for sure, um, Chris Gagne. Belt, that was like three years. Pretty ago. Pretty sure he blew his ACL out. Um, that was great. Um, we lost w- one of the Tylers. I won't say which. You guys can put fucking two Six in front and of together. One and figure it out. But um, and then I ended up down in the woods trying to make myself puke because I felt like shit because we're on day like five of a bender. I guess it was probably day three because it was Saturday night or whatever. I'm literally in the woods and they're playing music off like a speaker as we're walking down the main road. And I'm like hand, finger down the throat, <laughs> down the hatch, trying to blow a motor and bring the backup car out before we get oh, to the exit. Oh, no. And I cannot throw up whatsoever. So I'm literally just bent over like dry heaving, like nothing at all. But I'm fist bumping to the music <laughs> that's behind it. And it's a fucking electric video. Um, but yeah, just a great time all around. And, and, um, as long as I, if I find a bed or like a Camry backseat, as long as I find the Camry backseat, cause I'm, I, I'm hoping that we have a camper, but it's like it's, we said, it's Monday. I'm having so. less and less hope that the, the camper is happening. Yeah. Maybe. Well, I don't know. I guess we'll find out. Stay tuned. Worst case, Austin Terrio, I sleep on the ground. 
and I don't necessarily care where and I. And by you, sleep. you mean we. Well, different. At spots least there are the showers day. at Loudon. Yeah. That yeah. is a lifesaver. You ever used the facilities at Loudon? No. You've never waited an hour in line behind a bunch of naked, sweaty people to go shower in a public restroom at New Hampshire Motor Speedway? You know what I'd rather do? <laughs> not, shower. not shower. Oh, like, you can't. Yeah, 100% can't. would rather not shower. I'm going to show up to the wedding fucking just absolutely filthy. <laughs> I promise you won't be the only dirty one at the wedding. <laughs> <laughs> no. The good, the the. The groom and bride are going to be pretty fucking dirty. <laughs> oh, my God. They got fucking... Fresh off the fucking mud wrestling competition. Oh, pff, dude. Yeah. Literally, the, he proposed after she got off Joey Parker's pole. <laughs> the, the one that they dance on. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh No, that didn't oh, narrow it down either. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Son of a bitch. The one that... The, the metal one. That should <laughs> narrow it down. <laughs> Unless Joey has a Prince Albert. I don't. Oh, no. Oh, my God. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. Oh, no. I don't understand. Whoever thought that was a good I idea? I don't understand who? how those work at all. <laughs> but, like, who ouch, was, man. Who, who, <laughs> can you, can you, who was, like... It's like... It's like okay, does it, that it all, not hurt the female? It, <laughs> it all falls in line with, like, the, the first person that, like, milked the cow. <laughs> like what was he doing before because you if before you knew what was going to happen what were you doing <laughs> you know what i mean or like the first person to eat a lobster that looks interesting yeah i'm gonna boil this what oh, made you yeah. think and of like, that while it's screaming and shit that yeah. was a psychopath but like for sure. so a prince albert who was the first person that was like you know what i need a railroad tide through my fucking pee hole you know i'm gonna i'm gonna go out on a limb and say it was prince albert but who is that i don't know <laughs> <laughs> A fucking trendsetter. <laughs> I don't know that he is. <laughs> <laughs> no. Because you, you know what I'm not going to have through my dick hole? Literally anything. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Like. Th- maybe pee. No. Th- th- the butthole. It, it's been debated whether it's an exit only. I promise my, my piss my piss hole is an exit only. Go back a second. What the fuck did you just say? <laughs> it's been debated whether it's uh, if your butthole is an exit only. There's a whole area on Pornhub for this. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Set, right? I thought we were, you were still talking about you. Not mine. Like, no, really. No, not my own is, personal one. That is one. like breaking news. No, like, no. TMZ is going <clears> to <throat> love 1201 oh, when this God. comes out. All right. Well, okay. Let me rephrase. It has been debated amongst the general public whether a butthole is an exit only. Yeah. Mine is, which is fine. But I promise you that a pee hole should be an exit only. Otherwise, that's a whole thing well that means certain girls don't have an an exit or an entrance because they they don't poop well girls don't so poop. that's that's irrelevant but that's, but that's, that's so there's what? no so that that Doesn't would be an matter. exit that would be the exit oh it's just, it's just another entrance i think but then there's some that don't use it as an entrance so then it's just a it's just there do those girls need butt plugs in at all times maybe uh, would make it depends sense. on how much they use it I guess. <laughs> depends on how much it's used as an entrance that you know there are children that listen to the show yeah i hope my buddy there are children (laughs) i hope my buddy with the bat tuned out a long time ago. there are children that race at bartlett bridge that are in the ages of single digits that listen to this show it's nothing is that that they're not hearing out on the playground i don't think (laughs) out on the wood chips (laughs) yeah 
Talking about butt plugs on the the wood chip swing yeah, you're, set. You're out on the fucking monkey bars, and all of a sudden, fucking Jeffrey's like, are, "Are buttholes exit only?" And you're like, "Fucking, I don't know, Jeffrey." No. There's a whole section all, on Pornhub. Why is it always that. Jeffrey? Why is it always a kid named Jeffrey? I don't know. What? I don't know that I went to school with a Jeffrey. Jeffrey with it with a G. Geoffrey. Geoffrey. Geoffrey Bodine. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Is that it? I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So one one cool thing to close this out on. Uh, I don't know that we spoke about it last week, but Unity Speedway <clears throat> has recently been leased out by the the junkyard dog or whatever the junk guy Joey Doyon. Now he's always had a pretty race car, but he has now leased out Unity Speedway. Apparently, allegedly, maybe I'm no lawyer or a gynecologist, but um, apparently in the lease agreement, Unity is going to repave it. So that there's a racetrack again. Now that being said, there is quite a bit to be done at Unity Raceway, whether it be facilities or um, anything. It's got that famous covered uh, seating area where it used to be a horse track. But apparently, they're putting on something where for fifty-three dollars you can pledge a plank, and with pledging a plank, you obviously, I believe, get your name and everything put on it. And it's basically you're literally buying the board out for the grandstands for someone to go sit on. So I think it's fifty-three dollars. That'd be pretty cool. Um, everybody that wants to help out with that, Unity Raceway is a special racetrack it's very cool i don't know how many people may or may not have been to it but it's been out of commission for quite some time now a couple three four years um that is one spot that i've never been it's a it's a cool little place uh if you miss turn one you land in the gas station across the street which that is a plausible thing to happen um and it's a very tight and just narrow bumpy racetrack where uh, Sean Foster again would say it's a real racy joint. So Sean um, would say that. <clears throat> Sean would too. say that they had the uh, the annual Long John races every year. It was a hundred lap pro stock race, I believe, where they added one lap every single year that they had it. Um, so that it's got a lot of a lot of history, a lot of cool stuff there. Uh, Ralph Nason used to own it, who is a former three time Oxford two fifty champion. So. Uh, a lot of cool stuff going on over at Unity. Hopefully that comes off the ground, and anybody that wants to pledge a plank, get a hold of, I don't know, either us or I'm sure Dan Collins can point you in the right direction or anybody at Unity Raceway now, uh, especially Joey Doyon. Yep. <laughs> and uh, just be sure to uh, come find us on the X lot on Saturday night. You, uh, Which is now what, N1? You can't, yeah, you, there's no, you're not going to miss us. There's no way for no. you to miss us. No, it's, it'll it'll be hard. I promise. Well, well, yeah. It, it, it will Oliver. also be difficult to miss us. It will, be, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah. So this has been episode 123, I think, right? Yeah. We went through some names. I'm Charlie. Isn't there a, uh, someone that raises a, a pickup truck at the ridge with number 23? Or did I Not, just make that? up? I think you just made that up. No, that makes sense. Yeah. All right. Well, Chase Purdy is a 23 pickup truck. So. Uh. Chuck Sanborn. Yes. Yep. Yes. Merit. I think that's it. So enjoy uh, uh, this race car noise and, and Sean Foster. Race car, race car. Here we go, race car. Yeah.